You're listening to Productive Catholic Mom, unpacking awesome ideas to become our greatest self. Today, I'm going to give you a powerful strategy that is guaranteed to make your days run more smoothly and get you closer to reaching all of your goals. This strategy is called identifying your keystone habits. I'm so excited about this concept because it's one of those things that can be applied to so many different areas of life. I initially learned about this concept from James Clear, who I've been following for years. He has an awesome blog at uh, jamesclear.com. And he recently came out with a book called Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. It is so good. I've been loving this book and I love it so much that I got both the hard copy and the audible. That is how much I'm crazy about this book. Okay, so I'm going to explain what keystone habits are. I'll tell you a couple of my keystone habits, and then I'm going to show you exactly how to zero in and start focusing your willpower into just one thing so that everything else gets a lot easier to do. So a keystone habit is a routine that you do, a habit that starts a simple domino effect on other habits. It's one thing that you do that just magically makes other things fall into place or makes several other things easier to do. And here's why it's so important to be aware of what your keystone habits are. If we only have so much willpower in the day, it's really efficient to intentionally focus on applying your willpower first to just one or two things that just by their nature make it easier to do a bunch of other things. So take a step back and think about one of those days where everything just seemed to run like a well-oiled machine. More often than not, those days went so smoothly because you did one or two keystone habits that automatically made everything else fall into place. So maybe you got in a really good workout in the morning, which made you have more energy to do a bunch of other great habits that morning. Or maybe you cleaned your kitchen and living room the night before, so the next morning you were able to just get a little extra work done right away in the morning, or something like that. So let me share with you a couple of mine. In this season of my life, I have identified a couple keystone habits that can either make or break my day or even my week. So the first one is a no-brainer, daily prayer, and specifically morning prayer. So I try to pray every single morning right away, even if it's something short and to the point. Praying right away in the morning is a keystone habit for me because it gets the day started off on the right foot and it just puts my day in God's hands right away. So A new thing that I've started doing with my kids is praying one decade of the rosary right away in the morning as well. So we homeschool, so we do have the luxury of having a little bit more of a slower paced morning, which is nice. But even if we're in the car and going someplace, I try to pray the rosary out loud while my kids listen quietly or pray along with me. So by praying just a few minutes with the kids in the morning, it has a wonderful little domino effect on our morning. So first it gets everyone focused and calm. And then after we pray, it's a really good little segue into, okay guys, so what does God want from us today? And then we talk about the importance of obedience to God and obedience to mom and dad. We talk about asking the Holy Spirit to guide us in all that we do. And we talk about the importance of kindness to each other, 
treating each other the way we want to be treated ourselves and then on from there. So and then from there I usually segue into a little rundown about what our day is going to look like and you know just kind of set the expectations for the day. We'll eat breakfast, we're going to do morning chores, we'll do schoolwork. I expect everyone to, you know, behave, etc. So that doesn't always go perfectly like I explained, but <laughs> that is the life of a mom with kids. So, but anyway, you get the idea. Um, so whether you're a homeschooling mom like me or your kids go to school, saying a few prayers in the morning with your kids will have a lot of bang for your buck. So for one thing, of course, it gives you all the graces that you need from God to get through the day. So, but for another thing, you're also giving your kids a wonderful habit of turning to God first thing in the morning. So there's no way for me to guarantee that my kids will take this habit with them to college, but here's hoping. So here's another big keystone habit for me, nutrition. I figured out that my body runs best on a pretty specific diet. So when I'm on my A game, I eat a very nutrient dense, low carbohydrate and low sugar diet most of the time. And when I do that, like magic, I can go with one to two fewer hours of sleep per night. I am much less stressed out because I have more energy. I can be more active with my kids and I can keep my house more clean. I'm more patient. I get meals prepped every week because again, I have energy and stamina and a clear head. I get my workouts in. My husband is happier because I'm happier when he comes home and the house is more tidy and on and on and on. So because I know that when I drop the ball in my nutrition, so many things will immediately crash and burn, the idea of binging on sweets is much less appealing to me, and my mind just automatically connects the idea of junk food with the image and feeling of being exhausted the next day, losing patience on my kids, achy joints, my house being a mess, and because that is what happens every time. Um, so if you keep finding yourself in a loop of eating junk and sugar because you think it's going to give you more than 30 seconds of happiness, but then you're hating yourself the next day because everything is going haywire, maybe you should get really honest with yourself and maybe even write it down in your planner to remember the next day. So this will help you become more aware of what's happening and you'll eventually start to link the idea of eating a bunch of sweets or whatever it is with having no energy and being sad. So with any habit, the first step is awareness. You've got to raise your awareness so that you're just more conscious about the things that you do. So I'm sure I will go into detail more about how I like to eat for um, energy and all of that in later podcasts because a healthy diet is one of my favorite topics ever to discuss. So I won't go too far into that today, but okay, now I want to talk about, okay, if you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah, me too, I want to make eating right a keystone habit, for example, or prayer or whatever, um, because that helps me start my day on the right foot, and you know, then I have this cascade of other habits when I do this, but I keep trying to do this like every Monday, and by Tuesday, I have fallen on my behind yet again, which is just a deterrent from even getting my hopes up about this habit. So because you're feeling at this habit over and over again, it's hard to have any faith in yourself that you'll stick to it and you just kind of don't know where to start. So if this is you, maybe what you need to do is look at the big picture of your routine and kind of take a step back and look at it a little more broadly and kind of just figure out what is 
happening or not happening that is making it difficult for you to eat healthy, for example. Because what we want to do is identify the keystone habit that you could start to make your focus and priority so that eating healthy becomes an easier habit to do. So again, with the nutrition example, one thing I've seen over and over again with my clients in the past are people who think they're going to do this, but they are just going to rely only on their motivation, which by the way, goes up and down. It doesn't always stay super high and they're failing to set up an environment at home where eating healthy can become an easy, natural second nature thing to do. So they might have cereal boxes out on the counter along with a jar of cookies because, you know, we all think that we need to give our kids access to a cookie jar (laughs) as if it's a human right or something and, you know, so on. And they're not taking the time to prepare their meals on Saturday or Sunday. So they're eating whatever is easy to heat up all week or week and then dinner time rolls around and They're just eating whatever is there. So here's another thing that people tend to do. They buy all their fruits and veggies that they need for the week, and then they stuff it in a crisper. So listen, here is one tip I would love for you to take away from this podcast. You will not eat the salad you put in your crisper. You're just not going to do it. It's out of sight, out of mind. You're probably not even going to look down there when things get crazy. So if this is you, here is a keystone habit that you could pick to focus on. As soon as you bring your groceries home, wash, chop, and then store your healthy snacks at eye level in your fridge. Eye level. So right as soon as you open the door, you'll see them right there. So take out all the stuff that you don't want to be eating and you don't want your kids and husband to be eating and All that stuff is going to be right there, just super obvious, and your mind's just always going to go there. It'll just become second nature. So the things that I put in my refrigerator drawers are the things I know will get eaten, even though they're out of sight. So my kids are going to find the yogurt down there. They're going to find the cheese. They're going to go out of their way to eat that stuff. So there's no need to put it right in front of our face when we open the fridge. But what do we need to be reminded to eat? Well, carrots, grapes, apples, salad chopped broccoli, things like that. So it's much easier to make sure that I'm eating these things every day when it's right in front of me. Um, Or say there are washed apples sitting right on the table in a big, beautiful bowl. So those will get eaten by you, by your kids, and it'll just be much more obvious if they're right in front of you, ready to go, and you don't have to do any steps to eat them. So that is one big old tip for you. I love talking about food and nutrition. So again, I will definitely go back into this in future podcasts because the way I eat is one of the biggest keystone habits that makes my whole week go smoothly and allows me to have lots of days where I just feel like a super mom and I can handle anything that comes my way. If you have any more specific questions about this, you can email me at ProductiveCatholicMom at gmail.com and I'd be happy to help you. Okay. So I would love for you now to take these ideas and this concept of keystone habits and sit down with your notebook and just start jotting down ideas about your own routine and what might help you. So next, just choose one thing that you could start making a top priority consistently that would have a nice, beautiful domino effect on your day. And then you want to make this maybe your keystone habit project week. Focus on just one habit 
and write it down every day in your planner and just let your whole family know this is something that mom is going to focus on every day. So that is what I have got for you today. As Catholic moms, our vocation is so important and it is worth examining, reflecting on, and refining. So remember, ladies, that God made us to be our greatest selves, and that's why I believe every one of us should take a few minutes every week and choose one or two keystone habits that will help us be on our A game. Do you know of a Catholic mom who would enjoy this podcast? Please share it with her as a little early Christmas gift, and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks again for listening, ladies. God bless, and have an awesome day.